Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, my dear friend. How are you? Really, how are you? As we share some time together today, I am always so grateful that you would choose to share time with me. Thank you very, very much for that. Also, as always, thank you for sharing this podcast with anybody that you think may benefit or may be encouraged by it. Thank you for rating the podcast because when you do, it allows for other incredible people just like you to find us. And also thank you for subscribing because then that way you never miss an episode and you get that little notification. All right, I am going to reset the stage for you and just remind you again of who I am, what I'm doing here, and what I wish and hope to accomplish together with you by encouraging you even for just a couple of minutes daily. My name is Stephanie Stevens, and this podcast is about finding the tools of communication because communication is key and it leads to freedom in every area of your life. There are many forms of communication, and just so that you know, my background includes having been an international public speaker for decades, 25 years to be exact. I'm a communications expert. Yes, I have a degree in communications. I also have a degree in political science. But beyond that, I've had 20, now seven years worth of experience in both broadcasting and public speaking. I've also done written communications. I did news. I both wrote news and I was also a news anchor in my early broadcasting career. And then I very quickly moved over to radio because there was just so much more freedom in radio. Uh, At the age of about 25, I was offered a radio talk show. I did that genre for several years and then moved and worked around the country. Um, I didn't move around the country. I worked around the country and I traveled quite a bit to help out radio stations around the country in just about every and any market you can think of in the U.S. and beyond because our listenership ranged well beyond the U.S. and would help them with fundraising events. I hosted live events and I also coached both radio networks and stations and their on-air talent. I'm also now a daily podcaster. Yay! This is so much fun. Honestly, this is more fun than just about anything else I have ever done. Um, I am a published author. I am part of a group who wrote a best-selling book called The Change, Volume 13. I was actually part of Volume 13 and wrote a chapter, and that became a best-selling Amazon book. And last but not least, and there are many more things beyond this, but in terms of a professional career, I also am an active member of the International Association for Counselors and Therapists. I have certifications in behavioral therapy. I also have certifications in medical hypnotherapy and beyond. So... I happen to also be a mom. It's one of my proudest accomplishments and have four incredible children, all young adults now. And one of them has a diagnosis of autism. And so I have been on that pathway and that journey of caring for a loved one with autism now for 25, almost 26 years. So in the course of my time there, there's a whole separate genre of my life, which includes parenting, 
being a single parent for most of the parenting of my children in their growing up years. Also, autism advocacy, being a part of creating legislation for change in the state of Minnesota where I live and helping parents come together to legislate for specific types of therapeutics to be made available for our children. I founded a nonprofit organization 20, I don't know, 20 years ago, I guess, called The Lazarus Project. It was an early intervention behavioral therapist center. I co-founded that. I was the board president and that again, was a nonprofit, but we helped with early intervention for therapies for young kids with autism. And then my son aged out of that. And so I just sort of handed off the organization and went on my merry way. And five years ago, then came full circle and began providing adult services for young adults with autism and related conditions. Why? Because there was a huge gaping hole in the market. There was a desperate need and it needed to be done. How much did I know about launching a healthcare business? Zippo, zero, zilch, nada, nicht, nothing. So there was a massive learning curve on the front end of doing that. I dove in. I was also working radio at the same time. Uh, and so it was this massive uh, shift of really, really digging in deeply to try to find and research and procure the licensures and all of the business components of it. And when you're working in this type of field, you're working with governments and counties and um, case managers and families and parents and advocacy groups, you name it. And within three years, our business was able to scale from one location to three in three years. And we are now looking to stretch beyond our local suburban area, as it were. So looking to help more families as we go. So you can add to my resume an accomplished, successful business owner with three locations. But let's rewind. Let's go back to the parenting thing, because to be a single parent especially in today's day and age, especially with a child with some special needs. I could write books about this. And if you are a family affected by a special needs individual, you and I, we could spend, well, we could spend the rest of our lifetime just podcasting about that specific thing that is so special and so dear to my heart. Raising children in this day and age could not be more challenging. There is feedback from every direction and it's almost out of control. Well, it is out of control from social media to phones, to tablets, to TVs, to screens, everywhere you go. It's practically inescapable. So I do not envy those of you who may be raising small children in today's day and age with all of this digital competition that exists, thank God that when I was uh, going through school, there wasn't, <laughs> listen, the internet hadn't even been invented yet, okay? Thank you very much. When I was in college, we typed along on a typewriter. Remember those things? They had keys. The keys were really sticky. You had to plunk really hard down, and then it, it flew a little metal ink rod right up against the paper and smudged half the time, and it was just one font, and that was it. It was, yeah, that those were the days. And when we went to the library to do research, you never pulled up. First of all, we didn't have cell phones. So if you were going to do research for a paper, for example, or study for a test, you went to the actual like physical library. You walked into an actual brick and mortar building, and then you had to dig through rows and rows and columns and rooms full of books. And remember microfiche? If you're old enough to remember microfiche, God bless you. I don't think I ever did figure out how to properly uh, utilize microfiche um, because 
I would always search for things and have a really hard time finding it. And so I always had to ask the librarian for help whenever it came to microfiche and periodicals and things. But those days are long gone, my friend, long gone. We are in the digital age now where everything is literally at your fingertips, right, wrong, good, bad, indifferent. It doesn't matter. It has changed the landscape of everything that we do and everything that we consume today. And our kids are affected And I know that you know that. So I bless you in your parenting. I bless you in your grandparenting. I bless you in whatever ways in which you have influence uh, on and around others who are also still in their growing years because it's um, not easy. But we are together in this as always. One of the things I want to talk with you about today is my goal with this podcast now that we've got 55 podcasts under our belt. And when I say us, I mean me and you. Now uh, now that we're 55 podcasts in, I really want to also hone in a little bit more intensely on this idea of getting you communicating in very efficient and proficient ways, because that component of communication can change relationships. It can change your business opportunities. It can open doors for you. And remember, there are so many different kinds of communication. In the last episode, I talked about your inner dialogue, your inner communication. If you missed that, please go back and listen to that episode. It's about skipping affirmations. The title is Skip These Affirmations. It's about what really happens when we do these affirmations that are unconscious subconscious mind knows are not true as of right now and what what happens to that and how you can change that so that it really makes sense for you so that you can get into the flow of affirming both verbally and non-verbally something that you are in the process of creating. So please go back and check that out. In the meantime, there are many different types of communication. There's non-verbal communication, right? You know that over 90% of all communication happens non-verbally. We're talking about body language and movement, okay? Then there's visual communication. Now, when you think of visual communication, think of the old comics. Remember the comics you used to look through and you'd see the strips and you didn't really even need to read the little bubbles of the texts because you could just get a snapshot of what was being said and the idea being conveyed based on the little caricatures and what they were doing in each little strip, Then there's verbal communication and many forms of verbal communication. There's interpersonal, organizational communication, storytelling. Now remember, storytelling can also be a part of written communication. There's mass communication. This was where my expertise lied for a long, long time, speaking to masses both through broadcasting means and also on stage as a speaker, as a guest speaker at conferences. And then this interpersonal communication component happens on my one on-one coaching, which I've been doing for about 10 years now uh, in ministry and outside of ministry. There's organizational communication. There's art. Think of art. Think of whenever you have gone to see something amazing in an art form. If it's a painting, maybe it's a sculpture, perhaps it's a dance, perhaps it's some type of production. Um, When you see and are moved emotionally by arts, the arts, the performing arts, please understand that is such an incredibly powerful form of communication. So the invitation to you today is, what is your specified strongest natural, just what comes naturally to you, forms of communication? 
Are you a great storyteller? Do people lean in when you're telling a story about something that happened to you or what went on in your neighborhood? Are you really good one-on-one? Maybe you're a fabulous interpersonal communicator. What about the masses? Perhaps you're the person that always gets appointed to lead the meeting or the study group because you just know how to organize people and you know how to get everybody talking. You know how to get everybody to provide feedback and get involved. Maybe you are a proficient writer and you sit down and those words just come flying off your fingertips onto the keyboard. Whatever it is, and stretch beyond that, maybe it's something different. Maybe you communicate silently in some profound and beautiful ways. What is that? The invitation for you today is hone in on your most efficient, gifted forms of communication. Because there's a lot to be had there. There's a lot to tap into there. So maybe pick one or two that are your favorite that you really truly believe that you're good at. And how would you know if you're good at it? Well, people would have given you feedback, letting you know, hey, you know, you're pretty good at this. Hey, you know what? You're a pretty decent writer. Would you moderate or lead the meeting? Because you're just really good at that. If you've got those types of skills, then remember that and just jot these things down. These are going to be key for you. These are going to be ways in which you can expand your relationship space, your workspace, your creativity, whatever it is that you want to launch next. If you can hone in right now on your own very specific giftings when it comes to communication. So go ahead, take a few minutes, quiet your mind, slow down your breathing, and just start to let that information come to you. Just start to let that voice on the inside speak to you. What is that? What are those forms? What do they look like specific to you? How are you gifted in today's day and age, right here, right now, for such a time as this? Really, really start focusing in. And once you have focused in and found those, then the next step that we will move into is going to be learning how to fine tune those and become more efficient and effective in those, and then how to turn them over and use them to begin to garner more levels of freedom in these other areas of your life, relationship, business, finance, health, wellness, creation, creativity, open door opportunities. All of that is waiting and ready for you. First, I want to get you into a space where you know your strong suits. I know I'm a great verbal communicator. I know I'm a great written communicator. What can you say right now? I know I'm a great fill-in-the-blank communicator. The invitation is to take some time now and ponder that, let that settle in, and really get solid in it. Get solid in it, know it, feel it, believe it, and then we will continue to move on. Thanks again for sharing time with me, my dear friend. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.